0: So the big question is this, how do we overcome stuttering without years of speech therapy, expensive ear devices, or old school methods that don't really work in the real world? And how do we master our stutter so we can become the confident and fluent speakers we all deserve to be? That is the question, and this is the podcast that will give you the answer. My name is Daniel Francis, and welcome to the Master Your Stutter podcast. How's it going? Uh, my name is Daniel Francis. I am the host and the creator of the Speaking with Confidence community. And on today's interview, we've got about 15, 20 minutes. So if you're tuning in on live, comment hashtag live down below. If you watch this on the replay, comment hashtag replay uh, below. But um, I got a special lady, a good, a good friend of mine, a good partner of mine. Um, Miss Rachel Gomez, and in today's um, in today's podcast or interview, we're gonna be talking about overcoming fear and Rachel's story and what she's kind of like gone through and all the lessons that she's kind of uh, learned. So we can learn from it from it ourselves and apply it into our own life. So Rachel, welcome to the show. Yes.
1: Hello. Hi everyone. I can't see who's jumping on live. I can't see the comments. So I love interacting with everybody. So if you are commenting hello and welcome and thank you for joining thank you for being here thank you for showing up um i think step one showing up to these things shows that you're committed to your growth so kudos to you if you want to comment if you want to like that's another step in committing to your growth i think a lot of people step back and don't even want to comment they watch these things they listen to their podcasts they but they they hide in the background and I think if you are there right now if you are watching this live please comment please share yourself please step out of the background and show and share yourself into the limelight and just introduce yourself that's step one I know what it's been like to have social anxiety and fear I grew up with it my entire life um I don't know if you want me to go too much into detail because I know we only have like 15, 20 minutes, Daniel, but
0: kind of, um, kind of break down um, maybe just kind of where you kind of began and some things that you've overcome um, and how you, I don't know. Yeah,
1: I mean, my childhood's crazy. I mean, not so crazy, but to me, it's crazy <laughs> because I was born into a very competitive athletic world so my whole life was sport and competition and who said this and she said this and it was like a world of almost deception and who do you trust and all that stuff and i feel like over time that influenced how i spoke up in my world and how i communicated with others because it was hard for me to trust anyone in my world, friends, family, coaches, teachers. So my whole life was in the back light. I remember when I was a kid, my mom would always say, Rachel, like you're this sassy, fun, spunky little girl. And over the years of being in this competitive sport, it's kind of like my confidence diminished. And it was sort of intense for me and I kind of started to hide and fall back into this shy girl which is not my personality at all so I kind of want to go past when I left the sport at 15 16 years old Um, it it was like I guess now that I'm 30 years old it was like almost a 15 year personal development journey since I left until today and it's taken me that amount of time consistently over the years to get to where I am today. I know people, if I were to like talk to my friends, they'd be like, you don't have social anxiety. You don't have fear speaking because I've learned to cope and, and manage that in my own way over the years. If you met me when I was 16, 17 years old to who I am today, I would be a completely different person. And I know a lot of people are like, what's that quick fix? What's that simple trick? What's that tip? That you could just, you know, sleep over it and like you wake up the next day and you're like magically this confident person and it's not that simple. Yes, there are tips, there are techniques, things that you can do to help you gain your confidence, but it's never a quick fix and I want people to understand that, that it takes consistent... Um, consistent action on a daily basis and a motivation. Like I want myself to grow. Like if you have that desire that you want to be confident, that you want to speak up, that you want to share your voice, share your story, that you want to achieve that dream job, that you, the things that you want to do, if you have that motivation behind it, you will eventually get there, but it's not going to be an overnight process. It's not a quick fix. So it took me years to get to where I am today. And I still, I still have those anxieties, but I've learned. It's like a learning that I, like a self internalized learning that I did to manage my anxiety so that I can be able to speak. And then I can be able to perform and do and be all the things that I want to be in my everyday life.
0: Well, I want to, I want to kind of ask you um, if you can go back to when, you know, you were younger maybe 15 16 years old um sure what what were some tips that you would give yourself knowing what you know now
1: tips that i would give myself that is interesting daniel (laughs) because i always felt i was the one who gave myself the tips um back then like i didn't have anybody so a tip that I would give to my younger self. Is that what you're asking? Like a 15, 16-year-old version of me?
0: Sure.
1: Um, to keep your head up. <laughs> that n- to not be so hard on yourself. I think that was one of the biggest lessons that I had to overcome was this perfectionist um, mindset almost. And I think a lot of people, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I think many people who have that fear of speaking or doing those things that they know that they can do, it's that perfectionist mind that's like, I'm going to do it wrong, or I'm going to fail, or what if I fumble, What what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, right? And you have all those thoughts that just kind of like accumulate in your head, and then it blocks you, it limits you from doing what you know you can do, and you know you can do it, you know you can speak, you know you're this person on the inside but it's the mind it's the fears that kind of cripple you from actually being who you truly are and I think yeah sure if I were to tell my 16 year old self just say not (laughs) to not be so hard on yourself and I think like that gymnastics world that I was living in was constantly competitive constantly critiquing, constantly judging, constantly, you know, like, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. So it's like, over the years that got to me, and it kind of like suppressed me in a way where it limited who I truly was meant to be, even though I've gotten like, you're so talented, you're an amazing athlete, you're this and that. It didn't matter, because those negative thoughts overtook those positive thoughts. That makes sense.
0: So how do you... so, so I think this is what a lot of people deal with is the negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. I think this is really the foundation to it all, or sorry, to it all, which is um, how do you control the thoughts in your head? How do you control when you're being? Yeah, scared?
1: and like I said, it's not a quick fix. You can't just be like, "I'm going to control this." And I think that's why a lot of people fall into these almost addictive. I don't want to go there and I'm not a scientist or researcher, but I know there's people that fall into drugs, alcohol, food addictions, any form of addiction to cope with something that's going on internally, right, sex addiction, like there's so many different forms that people don't realize that they're doing it because it's actually a mask, it's actually a protector, it's like a safety net from not confronting those fears or those negative thoughts Because it's hard. You don't want to hear those negative thoughts. You don't want to confront those, those fears, those, those painful moments and memories that you went through. And for me, how I was able to grow beyond my fears was to confront those almost traumatic events in my childhood or my youth or my young adulthood i had to confront it i had to self analyze it i had to question is that really me or is that something that was just inflicted on me to create these ideas and made me believe these things do you know what i mean like it's it was like a way of stepping back and analyzing and confronting the fear or confronting the pain or confronting the trauma and over that journey of doing that eventually it was like it started to like shed off of me and it was like a new rachel was being born in a way but you had to look at yourself kind of like swallow your own pride you have to confront it first face it head on accept that okay this is who i am or this is the fear that i'm facing you know, and then once you accept it, or once you're ready to like face on your fear and embrace what it is, you're ready for the second step, you're ready for the third step, you're ready for the fourth step, but a big part of it is actually acknowledging your fear and being okay with it. You know what I mean? Being that vulnerable person and knowing that that's your truth, your authenticity, that vulnerability that that will actually allow you to express yourself like. I want to get into sort of like when I first stepped into, um, I guess, entrepreneurial world and, and uh, business and how do we become more successful and personal development and in that aspect. And you guys always talked about massive action. Take action. If you want to be successful, take action. mass 10x, 10x. Like the more you do, the more you'll be. And it was like, to me, I agree with it. I think you, in order to change, you have to change. You, you, you can't just sit around and expect change to appear. You, you have to do something, I agree. But when I first heard all of that from Grant Cardone and Tony Robbins, like all these leaders like 10X, massive action, do it, do it, do it, do it, and you'll be successful. And it was almost overwhelming for me to hear. And I'm like, it can't be just doing it. Like for me, it was almost like the fear of like, how do I even get to the doing? it's like people who are listening right now it's like i i'm sure you all want to be successful i'm sure you all want to achieve your dreams i'm sure you all want to do these things and then you hear these high level coaches and they're like just take massive action and it's like but i can't even get to the massive action stage like there's something there there's this fear there's this block there's something there crippling you from even getting to that phase so it's like what was it what is that before i can even do this massive action or take that next step. There's something behind it in order for you to get there. And I think Daniel, you teach this in your coaching program. And I thought that was really cool because I didn't see Daniel design his program. When he came out with it, I was like, holy crap, that's amazing. And before he gets to um, the step of actually doing and actually speaking and actually performing because that's what his program is about, public speaking, overcoming your stutter, overcoming your speech. He actually focuses on the mindset, the fear, Mm -hmm. all those traumas, all those pain, all those blocks that are preventing you from the doing. And it's like, if you don't recognize the fears and the trauma and the pain, and if you're not willing to confront it and be like, okay, you know what? I do have a fear with that. Or I do have this and that. And you're willing to admit to yourself that there's something there that you need to unravel before you get to the doing then the massive change and the massive action will definitely start,
0: mm-hmm. right? That's awesome, that's
1: awesome.
0: <laughs> um, that curious, makes sense? i curious to see. Awesome. I'm glad people- Are, are
1: there comments? There. Because I can't see anybody commenting right now.
0: <laughs> Gazi said, so happy to be watching this live. We love you, Gazi. Lorena says, hello. Uh, Piyush. Well, hello. It. He said, nice to see you all. Awesome. Well, Rachel is sharing her wisdom. Come on. Cool. Love all the love. Um, well, love Rachel. The love. Thanks uh, for the love. We got about five, five minutes left. Um.
1: Sure.
0: You know, um for everyone. I can keep
1: rambling, but I don't want to ram- <laughs> like a, I'm like, I'm like, am I rambling right now? But this yeah. is another thing that goes through people who have social anxiety. It's like doubting what you're saying. It's like, am I rambling? Am I saying too much? Am I not saying enough? <laughs> and it's like, I still get these thoughts in my head to this day. It's not like I've overcome my anxiety. It's not like a, it's like I've learned to cope and I could go on to all the different tips and things that I've done to cope and learn over the years, but that'll be like a probably a whole other interview or podcast because that'll take some time
0: <laughs> well i mean if we can kind of look at that um you know what is what is what is what is the goal in life meaning like um like what where are we trying to aim like if you were if you had to give someone advice where where Dang. is the rainbow And mean that is
1: vague man that is vague because everybody has their own journey and their
0: own goal and their own end game man. <laughs> me for me no no. like let me finish like i mean like what 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 should the focus be in relation to their communication like i know you talked about confronting fears i know the goal is maybe like listening to more audio the goal is to put yourself in uncomfortable situations the goal is to yeah like, so what, what I'm saying is, I understand it's vague, but what should people's focus be on? Because if people's focus is on Netflix all day long, they're like, well, you know, I'm, 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 watching, the, I'm watching documentaries. Like, is that really the best aim in life? So right. I want maybe to give some advice to the the 20-year-old, the 30-year-old, the 40-year-old, the 50-year-old who <laughs> struggles with their speech. What should the aim be? And what should they maybe go after? What
1: should they, you mean what should they be doing every day of their life to eventually achieve this goal of confident speaking?
0: Sure, and maybe people can't do every day of their life because they have work or they have kids, they have big responsibilities, but yeah, what yeah. should they consistently be aiming towards?
1: Well, if they want to overcome their stutter or their fears of social anxiety or anything, that should be their goal, that should be what they're working towards. And of course, you're not going to sit around watching Netflix and and staring at the sky and twiddling your thumbs all day and thinking that you're going to achieve this version of yourself. And I don't think a lot of people realize that that version of you, that confident, great communicator, that, that leader, that entrepreneur, that successful person is already there. Like, It's already within you. I like, I don't think people realize that. It's like, I want to like, it's already in you. It's just, it gets wanting to come out. It's like screaming inside. Like, I want to come out. I want to speak. I want to do these things. I want to achieve my dreams. It's there. There's no goal. Like it's already within you. You know, that's what I believe. It's the blocks, it's the fears, it's the things that are kind of suppressing you, that are putting you down, that that are saying, no, you can't do it. No, you stutter, you can't do that. No, you have anxiety, you can't be successful. And it's unveiling, like kind of like the theme of today, unveiling your fears. It's kind of like unveiling those blocks, those mental games and confronting them and removing them and releasing them. And it's like the more you uncover and the more you unravel, The more of your truth is going to come out, the more confident version, successful person is going to shine through. It will. So if you want to focus on one thing to kind of get the ball rolling, to achieve your dreams, to become this confident speaker, you got to confront your fears. You got to look at yourself honestly, openly, and just say, what am I really afraid of? Or what happened in my childhood that made me afraid to speak up? Was it my mom who put me down? Was it this bully who said this to me? And it sounds so silly and it sounds so simple, but when you really unravel it, it's so therapeutic. Like if you're journaling and you journal it out, or if you want to go to a therapist and talk about it, or if you have a friend or somebody you trust, you want to talk about it. Or if you're just in your own head and you're just talking about it out loud, whatever works for you to confront that fear, to confront confront that trauma is like step one like step one in any huge traumatic change that you want to overcome like that is step one and I don't think a lot of people realize that because it's hard it's so hard you don't why would you want to go look back at Tommy who picked on you and pushed you off the swing and you cried and it was so traumatic and blood was like whatever why do you want to go back there and look at that but I think people have to realize that if you confront those things and look at it and, and realize that that's not who you really are, that that came from an external person or an event or something, that's not who you are. That, that event that maybe put you down, that's not who you truly are. That's somebody else inflicting that upon you. And once you realize that and step back and be like, okay, that's not who I am. I'm comfortable with that, that, that traumatic event. I'm good with that that teacher who used to bully me, I forgive her. I move on from that. And once you start going through all those things, you will start to see this process of yourself. And it's like an onion, that's like the layers are like shedding and shedding and shedding. And like I said, it's not a quick fix. It's gonna take time. It's gonna take consistent action. And that's why I think a coach or a mentor or a consultant or whatever, is there for you they they help you through these things right and that's what daniel does he kind of helps you work through all these things so that you can have that momentum that you can keep pushing forward but the journey is up to you at the end of the day it's not up to your boss your teacher your coach your mentor it's not up to them it's up to you if you want it that's what's that's what's gonna make the change at the end of the day right
0: i back to my coaching um, so well, as we have a couple minutes all left, day. as we as we have a couple of minutes left, I'm sure we could talk a lot longer. Do we
1: have any questions? Do we have anybody there?
0: Um, I don't know if we have any questions right now, but I think as we wrap up this actual um, this actual interview, um, is there any last yeah. words that you want to like kind of leave off with the audience? If They want to reach out to you and ask you any questions. Um, yeah,
1: I mean reach out, if this resonated with you, if you loved what I was speaking about, reach out to me, because you're clearly called. I believe in the power of being drawn and called to certain things. I believe in the divine timing of the universe. That's who I am. If that's too woo-woo for you, then don't reach out to me, but I'm here to help. I've worked with kids with mental health uh, disabilities. I've worked with abused women and children. I've worked with like in the nonprofit, the social service work world for the last 15 years. I've designed programs for kids because it is my mission to empower kids and women and men of of all ages to just learn to speak and overcome their fears and bring the truth of you out into the world. That's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. So if that resonates with you and you want to speak to me more about it reach out to me i would love to get to know you i would love to talk with you i would love to help you just kind of like get you on that first move that first step and we can go from there
0: Cool. well rachel thank you very much if people want to follow you it's rachel gomez on facebook and on on instagram what is your instagram name rachel ann gomez
1: rachel ann gomez whoa
0: awesome well rachel ann gomez we appreciate you thank you so much
1: thank you everybody for participating and listening and yeah and catching us on the replay and whatever your journey has for you I'm excited for you and I appreciate you and I honor you and I'm just sending love through the screen right now to everybody who is listening so thank well,
0: you Rachel we love you I'm sure I'll see you very soon and yep. uh, take care okay bye <laughs> Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Now, I don't know if you've seen my free training or not, but you definitely want to check it out. I share my three secrets on how to overcome stuttering and be a confident speaker. So hop on over to MasterYourStutter.com and be sure to watch the training. After the training, you will qualify for a free strategy session with me over the phone. You don't want to miss this. So thank you again and see you on the next show.